Hi, high school football fans. This is High School Football America for May 28, 2015. I'm Jeff Fisher, host of the show and founder and editor-in-chief of High School Football America and HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Sit back, settle in for a good 60 minutes of high school sports talk here on the Artist First Radio Network tonight. Hope you enjoyed the NHSCA Sports Hour, which just ended here on the Artist First Radio Network. And, uh, one of the big things on the show was the announcement of the 20 NHSCA National Coaches of the Year, 16th straight year that the NHSCA has honored coaches in 20 boys and girls sports with the National High School Coach of the Year Award. And next week we will uh, have our uh, National uh, Senior Players of the Year Award. And uh, we have a big role in the NHSCA's naming of the national coaches. Uh, first, I'm the head of the nominating committee, and secondly, we are a big part of the NHSCA's National Football Coach of the Year. And as we mentioned last week, Roland Smith from Miami Central and what a job he has done with the Rockets. Roland Smith is the 2015 NHSCA National Coach of the Year in football, and Roland Smith will join me in just a few minutes to talk about what should be an exciting 2015 year for the Rockets. They've finished in the top 10 the last couple of years, uh, only two losses to Booker T. Washington, and uh, Coach Smith will talk about that, and he'll talk about a lot of talent uh, in uh, in Miami this year, and they will have a good shot at being somewhere in that top five, I believe, when we release our High School Football America Top 25 on August the 1st. And Coach Smith will join us in just a little bit to talk about how good the Rockets will be in 2015. Also coming up on the show, uh, we will bring back Jim Reeser, the uh, sports editor at the Citizens Voice in northeastern Pennsylvania. A couple of weeks ago we had him on here after Berwick, uh, the three-time national champion Berwick Bulldogs, shut down their program for an investigation, an internal investigation, after some uh, violations when it came to uh, a student-athlete transferring from a local school into Berwick. And now, um, just earlier this week, our uh, friends there at the Citizens Voice breaking once again that um, George Curry, the legendary coach, fifth on the all-time wins list in America when it comes to high school football, has tendered his resignation. And he will uh, coach through the 2015 season, uh, but he will be stepping down at the end of it. Uh, there will uh, be, a, no doubt, a, a tarnishing to the legacy of George Curry, who for years was accused of recruiting and some other things. But uh, Jim Reeser will join us to talk about the, uh, the resignation and what this means for uh, George Curry's last year. So that's ahead tonight on High School Football America. I want to thank all of our partners that make it possible, beginning with Echo 1612, echo1612.com. If you haven't heard about our uh, new sponsor, they're the latest along with Crossover, but uh, Echo is just so cool. I mean, Coach, I'm going to talk to you directly right now. So, Coach, do you think you'd be a better coach if eight seconds after the play ends you could look at a replay, an instant replay of that last play? on your sideline, on an iPad? I think the answer is yes. If, if you answered no, well, I guess you can stop listening for a little bit. But if the answer was yes, you need to check out Echo 1612. The good folks at Echo 1612, uh, they are the originators of this. It, it came out of Oklahoma. Chad Cargill, the founder, uh, he was on the show a couple of weeks ago. You need to go back and listen to that show. Uh, we also had the uh, head coach of Christian Heritage where it was all developed in Oklahoma on the show. And uh, go back and listen to those interviews. You'll get a real sense of how this product 
product can help make you a better coach. Instant Replay on your sideline, on an iPad, and the best part, and this is the big, big thing, no Wi-Fi connection is needed, no cellular connection is needed, no data plan is needed. Uh, Tony Merrill, the head coach at uh, Christian Heritage, told us uh, when he was on the show, they've taken this into the middle of the desert where there's no signal at all, and it works. So uh, you need to check it out, echo1612.com. Follow them at echo underscore 1612. Now, crossover. Wow, what a great product. We are just so lucky to have great sponsors that are just cutting edge in the business now. And it's making life easier for the coaches. Just like Echo will help you be a better coach, Crossover will help you become a better coach as well as uh, they are able to take game film. It's completely compatible with Huddle and it will help your scouting. It'll help your own team film too, Breakdown. But when you're scouting, you know how it takes so much time to sit there on Saturday and Sundays during the afternoon into the evening. Your wife, your girlfriend may say, where are you? Where We need you. And you're there breaking down film. Well, Crossover does that all for you. Down and distance, tendency reports, second to none. Trust me, I've had some of the top coaches, my great friends in the country who have looked at this and say, Crossover is the real deal. It's Crossover with a K, crossover.com forward slash football, and you will have a lot of time saved. Strunky. He is testing it out. Jason Strunk, the head coach at Lubbock High School in West Texas, who writes the turnaround. He is um, he's already subscribed to it. He's already uh, said this is this is the next great thing in high school football, but he's going to be testing it out with some of his game film, and he's going to be blogging about it coming up. And don't forget to read uh, the turnover. Uh, Strunky hasn't written anything this week, but uh, last Saturday he had his latest. You can go to highschoolfootballamerica.com to get the inside look at Jason Strunk, who's coached in Pennsylvania, in Florida, and in Texas at the high school level. He's coached the Division Three level, an unbeaten team at Muhlenberg College back in Pennsylvania, and he's coached at... Purdue in the Big Ten. Strunky gives a lot of great insight uh, for coaches out there, and you can read it at highschoolfootballamerica.com. And uh, by the way, we were excited to hear from Brian Weichel, the uh, head coach at Cardinal Stretch High School in, um, in Toledo, Ohio. And a couple of years ago, when he took over the program at 25, one of the youngest coaches in the country, he started writing a blog for us. But well, it was tough. He was turning around a program that hadn't won a game, and uh, he admitted, you know, it was, it was a lot to do. But he wrote me this week, and he said, hey, I'm on top as year three gets ready. I'd love to have uh, building a tradition come back, and we are going to have building a tradition coming back to highschoolfootballamerica.com this fall. And if you're a coach out there and you want to talk about your program and publicize it, all I ask is once a week you write something on a blog for us that uh, gives uh, our readers a little bit of an inside look at your program. It's a great way to promote your school, your kids, anything your staff is doing. Feel free to reach out to me at high school foot, Jeff at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. And then there is the good folks at Southern Sports and the Debris Inhibitor Razor, better known as the TDI Razor, R-A-Z-U-R. That's Razor with a U, keeping those pesky rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes when you're playing on field turf. All you got to do is uh, find a, a spat that you love and a color you love. There's 23 of them. And go to TDIRazor.com. Use the code HSFA to get a discount on your order. Uh, Joey Tyker, who's been on the show recently, uh, one of the founders, along with Hoppy Langley, an all-SEC football player at uh, Ole Miss, 
uh, coming up with a product along with Sean Harden. These guys really have a uh, great product. It's American-made. Hey, come on. Let's uh, wave the red, white, and blue here and get behind uh, what they're doing with the TDI Razor. So those are the, uh, the fine folks making it all possible tonight. Don't forget to check out our coach's job board as it expands each and every day. You can uh, check it out uh, right there in the nav tab. It's uh, Coach's Job Board. And then we also have Coach'sJobBoard.com. We're still kind of fixing and tweaking that, but that's for jobs outside of the sport of football. But thank you for everyone that takes the time to come to uh, the Coach's Job Board. It's one of the best read things on the uh, website. We've been periscoping a few things. We haven't done anything this week. i got to admit, this morning I did a whale that was swimming up and down the uh, the beach at uh, Laguna Beach here, but uh, we're going to be using that for a couple of things. Maybe uh, take you around to a couple of uh, high school football stadiums, and once practice begins and we're at a practice, just like last week when we were at uh, San Clemente here in Southern California, we had a live interview with uh, head coach uh, Jaime Ortiz there, so we're going to be using that a whole lot more, and uh, just excited about the uh, the future uh, coming up here, 2015, with a lot of good things happening. Don't forget to subscribe to the Two Minute Drill if uh, you uh, belong to iTunes. There, it's free. It's uh, the Two Minute Drill, a daily dose of high school football news for you on the go, where we uh, do it each and every day for you. So check that out, and you can learn right on the homepage there how to subscribe to it. If you don't want to subscribe to it, you can listen to it every day at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. All right, time to roll into the show. When we come back, Roland Smith, the 2015 National High School Coaches Association National Football Coach of the Year. You know what? He could get it again this coming year, just like uh, Tom Westerberg from Allen, who won it in 2014, you know, three national championships. Well, we think uh, Miami Central has a shot at winning that mythical national championship this year with our algorithm, and we're going to hear from Coach Smith and all the talent he has coming back on 95th Street there in Miami. That and more, you're listening to High School Football America on the Artist First Radio Network. Listen up, football coaches. You need to check out a new scouting film solution called Crossover. That's Crossover with a K. Crossover Intelligence for Football gives you the edge you need to defeat your opponents. They not only break down and analyze scouting games for you, but they give you interactive tendency reports to diagnose your opponent's strengths and weaknesses. Crossover is your personal advanced scout, accessible from any mobile device or PC, and even integrates with your existing film platform like Huddle. Just transfer your scouting film from your existing video exchange service to the Crossover website, and in as little as 12 hours, your film will become completely indexed and tagged. Each play will become its own clip, allowing you to search the footage for anything you'd like. Their interactive down and distance reports will let you visualize your opponent's play calls in every situation or formation. Crossover Intelligence will give you the scouting edge you need to defeat your opponents. Go to crossover.com forward slash football to sign up for a quick five-minute demo to see how it can work for your team. That's crossover with a K, crossover.com forward slash football. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, 
and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra Bigfoot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes, the future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. Tony the Tiger reminding all you dads out there whenever you sit down with the kids and you share that love and passion for the game of football, you do it over a bowl of Frosted Flakes. Well, as I mentioned at the top of the show, and we mentioned it last week, uh, the National High School Coaches Association for the 16th straight year, naming its uh, National Coaches of the Year. They do it in 20 boys and girls sports. At the head of the list is the uh, National Football Coach of the Year. High School Football America has been a part of that since 2010. The, uh, the list reads like a who's who. Uh, Two-time winner Bob Latticer 
Walker from De La Salle in California. Uh, last year it was Tom Westerberg from the national champion Allen Eagles. JT Curtis, number two on the all-time coaching wins list in high school football, won it in 2013. The guy at the top, John McKissick from Somerville, South Carolina, winning it in 2009. The first guy way back in 2000 was Mike Petten Sr. You might have heard of the, the Petten name. His son is the head coach of the uh, Cleveland Browns. And uh, last week we announced that uh, we were proud to bring into that circle of great names Roland Smith, the head coach at Miami Central, has quite a, a resume, uh, does he, uh, at, at Miami Central over the last two years, back-to-back Class 6A championships in the state of Florida. Uh, the school itself has won three straight, four in the last five years. Last two years, the Rockets have been uh, pretty much un- uh, unbeatable, except for Booker T. Washington, the two losses. And we'll talk to Coach about that in a second as he's on the line. But uh, before he got to Miami Central, very successful at putting Miami Northwestern on the map, leading the school to an overall record of 69-13, and a perfect 15-0 and season in 2006, ended with a state championship. That's a pretty darn good resume and now it's time to bring in coach smith to talk about uh, what's been a fantastic two-year run with the rockets at miami central welcome to the show coach glad to be there with you guys tonight i'm happy to be here i'm excited about this upcoming season well i know you are uh, but uh, we're, we're first before we get into 2015 going to talk a little bit about this honor uh the national high school coaches association is proud to have you as its coach of the year and i know you're going to do a lot of coach speak here and deflect a lot of the uh the the honor to others that made it successful but what does being a national coach of the year mean to you and to your program your community your student athletes it means a lot, you know. Um, anytime you win a national award like this, it's always special. But I also have to give the honor and thanks to my coaching staff and my players because um, you can't do it by yourself. You know, I was a great assistant before I became a great head coach, and you have to surround yourself with some great people. And I, and I think I did that um, by having a great coaching staff and working with some um, great student athletes. Talking with Roland Smith tonight, he is the 2015 National High School Coaches Association. Coach of the Year in football, a great honor, and uh, let's let's talk about that because you you said it well. You know, uh, you you never start as a head coach. You always have to kind of pay your dues, if you will. Um, who are some of the guys that you uh, were under as an assistant, and and what were some of the things that you found from those guys you were under that make you the coach, and they're still part of your foundation today as a head coach? Well, um, I started out as the uh, defense coordinator for Miami Northwestern, and uh, Coach Willie Goldsmith the legendary um, um, old-school uh, high school coach down here in South Florida who, um, you know, gave me an opportunity to work with him. And um, after that first year, the defensive coordinator with the Jimmy Varsity team, he um, asked me to become the head Jimmy Varsity uh, football coach, and I agreed to do that and went um, to become the undefeated in those two years as the head Jimmy Varsity coach. And after that that season, um, I um, coached Billy Rowe, who um, became the um, head coach at Northwestern wanted me to work with him on the defense side of the ball as the defensive back coach and did that with Coach Billy Rowe. We won a state championship, first one one with uh, Willie Goldsmith as assistant uh, coach in, in 1995. And then in 1998, I had uh, Coach Billy Rowe win a state championship at Miami Northwestern in 98. And we had a great team. And then um, in 2001, when Billy um, Coach Rowe left to be the head coach at Miami Killian, I was appointed the head coach at Miami Northwestern from 2001 to 2006, where I went to the state championship my first year as a head coach and lost to Apopka. And then, um, you know, uh, made some um, 
hell of a run. And one in 2006 with a great team with um, with the quarterback, Ja'Cory Harris and Sean Spencer. A lot of my players in the NFL right now that won a national championship in 2007. So um, I was honored to um, be the head coach there. And then um took some time off and spent some time with my um, son. Um, who was um, getting into the game at the age of five and six and just wanted to be a father. And then um, uh, while, we, while I was at the park with him a lot in that practice, a lot of people would ask my son and ask me, when you're the father, when you get back into coaching. Mm-hmm. And then um, the opportunity came uh, um, about when um, uh, Miami Central um, came open. And uh, my former my former offensive coordinator, who was the head coach, Teddy Lockett, got the uh, running back position at University of South Florida. And I put in for the job and been there the last two years and, uh, we won a state championship in the last two years, and it's been a great um, two two year run for me. Even though it's been a three year uh, in a row winning state championship, and um, we've been we won it the last four out of five in the program. I've just been doing a tremendous job with the program with myself and the coaching staff. And like I say, without um, the, the, the great nuclear staff, um, supporting staff around you, you can't do anything. You only as good as the people you have working with. That's that's for sure, and uh, you've because you've been in the the Miami market there for a long time as a coach, whether it's an assistant or a head coach, you've you've kind of seen the explosion. Uh, I mean, Florida yeah. football's always been good, but ha- how different is Florida football in the Miami area right now compared to you know a decade and a half ago? I'm not trying to make you old here or anything, but ha- how different mm-hmm. is it for you as a head coach? Well, one thing I noticed from from the time um, when I first started that you know, Internet, um, all the um, the the the, um, the um, different little um, stuff that the rivals and different All Star games, it's just it's just it's blown up. You know, the kids signing on signing day. You know, just the media is just is, is ridiculous. You know, the kids uh, be known as as eighth graders. You know, sixth graders down here. You know, nationally. You know, the kids, the internet is blown up. These kids and and it makes it kind of hard to try to keep these kids grounded. But we do a good job. Let them know that the program is bigger than you, you know. No matter, you know, what kind of accolades you, you had before you came to our program, in order for you to be successful, it takes a team to win a championship, not an individual. And a lot of times we have to do a, a great job in trying to break these young men's bad habits coming from some of these Optimus programs. But the Optimus programs down here in South Florida, they do a tremendous job. But sometimes the media and, and, and all the, um, you know, Internet, you know, glory that these kids get kind of go to the kids' heads. And so we do a, a great job of trying to humble them and letting them know that, you know, in order for you to be um, in a top program like ours, you have to, um, you know, buy into the team concept and not me, 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 you know, because there's no I in team, you know? <laughs> yeah, that that coach's speak has not changed in 20 years, right, Coach? That's for sure. <laughs> Roland Smith is on the line, that's for sure. Roland Smith on the line tonight. He is the National High School Coaches Association 2015 National Football Coach of the Year. Uh, The resume speaks for itself, what uh, Miami Central has done over the last two years under him and and before that, as you just heard him say. uh, The program is on a roll, and uh, let's let's talk about that because when you left, you know, Miami Northwestern, you left when it was on top. Now you come in here, it's on top. Uh, Did you have to do anything special? Special or was it one of those things where, hey, it wasn't broken, Jeff. I'm j- I'm just going to keep keep it going. So what what did you do if it, at all back in 2013 when you took over? Well, um, one thing that that was key is um, I had a lot of assistant coaches um, who coached with me um, before when I was at Miami Northwestern knew the concept of what we did when we was at Miami Northwestern and we kind of brought that over to Miami Central. And if it's not broken, we're not going to try to fix it. And we just stick to our program. We stick to what we do for the training. 
year-round training, and also with the, uh, our, our, our offensive system and defensive system. And uh, we try to, uh, you know, develop our kids to play the scheme to, to the best of our ability. We have so much um, uh, film that we can show them of kids in the past, you know, playing this system, being successful. And the kids buy into it, you know, and buy into what, we, what, what, what we're teaching them. And, um, and, and, and they do believe if they come through our program in three or four years and do we ask them to do academically as well as athletically, it's by the time they become senior, they have an opportunity to go, uh, to go on to bigger and better things just to receive an athletic scholarship. This past season, we had 20 kids to sign a scholarship, 18 on signing day, five kids to go to school early. So we take a pride, great pride in uh, making sure when our student athletes leave us that they put themselves in a situation where they can go to school to, to uh, continue their higher learning and also to continue to play collegiate football. And uh, I read something earlier this week, or maybe it was last week, from one of the writers in Miami saying uh, the 95th Street is a, a, a priority stop year-round for college football coaches in the nation. We're talking with Roland Smith tonight. He is uh, the 2015 National High School Coach of the Year. What he's done at Miami Central has been great. The body of work dating back to uh, Miami Northwestern uh, also speaks for itself. And now let's let's turn our attention to the thing that I know I know you're excited about. Spring ball just ended. I, I heard you guys couldn't even find an opponent for a spring ball game you had to play yourselves but let's let's talk about some of the talent and 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 while I think so many people love to talk offense in this day and age of like you said the internet exploding and all that uh when I see film on Miami Central or saw you last year against Hoover on national television I saw a defense that was pretty darn good and I think you got some talent back there again this year tell me a little bit first about your defensive philosophy then we'll get into some of the kids well, we uh we run a fifty front, you know, we multiple um um defense, but we wanna stop the run. Uh we do a good job of trying to make sure we dictate to the offense uh, what, what what we want them to do. We want to uh, you know, um, play the run um and make sure that we put our opponents in second and long, third and long. Because if we put them in those situations we feel like we have the uh the defensive speed and defensive philosophy to put pressure on the quarterback and we feel like we have guys on the edge that can cover Receivers real good, and um, so we do that. We feel good about you know the outcome of a game, and we just want to you know be disruptive. We want to uh, have turnover, create havoc, and play with a lot of enthusiasm. And our kids buy into it, and they do a good job of um, executing the game plan week in and week out. Let's uh, get some of the listeners around the nation familiar with the Rockets this year on that defensive side of the ball. I know you got a top-flight senior uh, linebacker in Donovan Thompson. You got another stud there in uh, Wayman Steed. So, so let's give some names to the listeners out there. Who are some of these kids that are going to make that defense click for you guys? Well, you, you said it right. We started in the middle of the defense uh, with our linebackers. You know, uh, Donovan Thompson who, uh, will be a three-year starter. He's a kid that's um, you know very smart, intelligent, very physical kid. Um, he, he makes all the calls, the strength calls. And then we have Wayman Steed, a kid who's a junior, who will be a junior. He'll be a second-year starter. He's a kid that's already committed to the University of Miami. You know, as a junior, you know, Donovan has no offers out there, but he hasn't committed to anywhere yet. But um, uh, we're excited about um, Wayman Steed's future. And then we also have. Um, Senior defensive tackle, defensive end kid, um, Keir Thomas, who's a kid who's committed to uh, FSU, but he's also still, um, you know, weighing his options and see if that's where he's going to go. But right now, uh, Keir is um, the guy who we um, put in all types of situations. We have him playing end, defensive tackle, you know, guard. We have him playing linebacker. 
He's a kid that's very disruptive and uh, did a tremendous job for us last year as a junior, and we expect him to do some big things for us this year. And we have a big-time defensive back by the name of Jameel Cook, who is um, 6'4", you know, um, 185 pounds, that can play corner or he's a safety. He's rearranging uh, a lot of scouts. He's been recruited nationally, and so we're excited about him, as well as some other young men that we have in the secondary, like Alan Jones and Crystal Williams and Jamal Hudson, who uh, we, we're excited about. He's going to do a tremendous job for that strong safety. And our third linebacker, strong safety kid, would be Sammy Master, a kid that we're excited about, who's a 2017 kid. That's a kid that's a smart, heavy kid that plays on our defense. And then we have another defensive end that's highly recruited by the name of Eric Mitchell, who's also committed to the University of Florida. And uh, we're excited about him because he's a kid that's a speed rusher, outside linebacker. And the thing that we try to do is, is have uh, some of uh, our best players on defense. They have to be in a run, and you have to be physical. So they do a tremendous job of doing that, and we're very excited about the defensive nucleus that we that we surrounded with with those young men on our defensive side of the ball. Well, I, I can tell you, like I said earlier, uh, when I watch the film, you, you can tell why you're a top program in the country from that defense. We're talking with Roland Smith tonight on High School Football America, the 2015 National High School Coach of the Year in football for the National High School Coaches Association. His name is on a, an incredible list at this point. We're talking the 2015 season, which will see them in, in the tops of many of the media polls, including uh, ours. So, Coach, let's go to the offensive side of the ball now. And uh, I know you got a returner at quarterback, but I also read that you got a transfer in there, so you got some depth at quarterback. Tell us a little bit about the QB position to start off with. Yes, uh, the QB position starting off with, we have a returning starter, and the name is Gerard Thomas, who will be um, a second year starter, uh, but we also have a, a kid by the name of Anthony Hassano, who transferred in that's, um, you know, living out, moving to our community that we're excited about. Uh, he since he came in, he made Gerard Thomas a better quarterback. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just he's the starter right now. But you know, competition bring out the best in, in people. So, um, th- those two are going to be a, a dynamic duo that we're excited about. And we have um, three running backs who've been having uh, you know four running backs that we, that's competing in the spring that we're excited about. One of them, Aquino Mike, who will be a senior. Corey Wallace will be a senior. Uh, uh, Devontae Granger will be a senior. And um, Kalajuwon, um, who will be a shot, uh, who will be a junior, who's a sophomore right now that we're very excited about. Out of those four guys, we're expecting to have two or three of them to step up to be able to carry the load because you know we like to dictate, we like to run the ball, we like to let our running game uh, open up our passing game, and we want to control the line of scrimmage. But on the offensive line, <clears throat> we have two returning starters coming back that will be juniors. That's um, that had game experience, and Marshawn Miller. Offensive guard and um, our big time uh, offensive tackle on Devon Donaldson, who's a 6'5, 315 pound kid that everybody in the country is going to be after, as well as Marshawn Miller. And we have one of the best receivers in the nation, and um, Darnell Solomon. So we're very excited about the offensive side, too. We're very excited about you know, things that we can do on that side of the ball, and very excited about those kids that we have on that side of the ball. And I'm very excited to see one of my fleet-footed receivers uh, who's been working real hard is Gennard Phillips, the younger brother of uh, Devontae Phillips, whose brother signed with FSU last year. He's going to be a guy who's going to make some big plays for us. So I'm very excited about that side of the ball as well as the defense side of the ball. 
Wow. It loaded, and that's why you're getting all the preseason publicity. Roland Smith from Miami Central, head coach there, talking about 2015, also honoring him tonight on the show as the uh, National High School Coaches Association's 2015 National Coach of the Year. And you, you mentioned it before, you know, there, there's no I in team. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Uh, when the rankings come out, you guys are going to be high. You, you've got that bullseye. You've been there before. Tell me a little bit yeah. about how you talk to the kids about, you know, maybe not reading USA Today every day or whatever polls out there that you got to get it done on the field. Tell me a little bit about your philosophy. Well, year in, year out at Miami Central, what we try to do, we try to put up a daunting schedule because we always say if you're the best, you want to play some of the best teams out there. The last two years, we was able to go out of town and play some of the top teams in the nation. We went up to Don Bosco two years ago, played them at their place with them. Um, they do, they do a tremendous job there and um, went up there and won up there in a hostile environment. And then last year, the first game of high school season, we went to Hoover High in Alabama and beat one of the most prestigious programs that haven't lost the game at their place in over 10 years, you know. So we try to um, – this year we have a, a tough task of going up to um, Landover, Maryland to play against the Master High School and Coach Brooks – Done a tremendous job up there that we're excited about. So we try to get eye-catching games, attentions, to let our kids know during the summer we don't have no time to play. We have to work. In order to be successful, we got to come out the gate swinging and, and going after. And, and by playing this type of schedule, it gives us the, the confidence that we need going into district play, passing the top teams that we play down here in South Florida, and making that playoff run that we have to make when we try to win a state championship. And so we try to play on a, a national schedule that prepare us for the, the, the um, tough schedule we have to play against in South when you're trying to make that run in Florida because it's tough winning a state championship in Florida. You don't you can't take it for granted because um those things don't come by by you know, you just go out there and play because we, we got to go against a great coaching staff week in and week out. We got to go against um great student athletes week in and week out and our coaches do a tremendous job of preparing our student athletes on the game plan that we have to accomplish week in and week out. And the bottom line is you've done it against the national schedule, but the only negative on this little conversation here is the only two losses, and it was right in your backyard to Booker T. Washington. Tell me a little bit yeah. about that rivalry. I mean, I think everybody around the nation knows it, but that's got to put a little burr in your, in your saddle there, I would think. Yes, it did. Um, it put a little burr in our saddle. You know, uh, you know, before I came to Miami since I never lost to Booker T. Washington, even though they was always a national ranked team. But I lost to him the last two years. And the last two years, it always came down to the last drive. You know, that's a game that needs to be on national TV on a, on a yearly basis. I mean, when you want to see two teams that know each other, you know, former coaches who used to coach with me, Ice Harris, who's now the running back coach at the University of Miami, was an office coordinator. Tim Ice Harris Jr. was my quarterback when he was at Miami Northwestern before he transferred over to Booger T when his father got the job at Booger T High School. And, um, uh, We've just been having some um, some great some great battles, you know. We just came up on the short end of the stick, but uh, this year we're looking to change that. <laughs> well, it's yeah, I've seen them on the internet. I've seen those games, and they're they are battles, folks. You got to watch them. So uh, going away here, coach. Uh, you, you know, you, you know, you got a lot. You, you know what's ahead of you. Uh, can this team, after you see them in spring ball, live up to kind of the hype? What's your what's your skinny on that? Yes, um, we, we're excited about this upcoming season. 
you know, uh, we are, we know there's a bullseye on us, but um, you know, we 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 we, lo- we love the challenge like this here. You know, we know that every time we go out to play, that we want to get the team best their, their, their A game week in and week out, and we prepare our student athletes and we treat every game as if it's a state championship game. So we don't go into any game, you know, not disrespecting any opponent because when we go to play, we know they have to beat us and we have to be prepared week in and week out. And I, uh, me and my coach staff do a tremendous job making sure we have our kids prepared to go to win a football game. Well, Coach, we appreciate you coming on the show tonight. We uh, we appreciate you for being our National High School Football Coach of the Year. You, you've done a tremendous job. You've helped those student-athletes, as you said. It's not only about X's and O's and wins and losses. It's about that, that college deal and getting them to the next level. And uh, we're just proud to have you as our Coach of the Year. and wish you nothing but uh, the best of luck in 2015. So thanks for joining us tonight. And, I'm, and I want to thank you guys for um, picking me to be the 2015 Coach of the Year. And it's an honor, and I'm, and I'm so delighted to be on the show tonight, and thanks for having me. You're very, very welcome. Roland Smith, Miami Central, look out. The Rockets are good again in 2015. Going to take a break. Coming back with more, you're listening to High School Football America. Listen up, football coaches. You need to check out a new scouting film solution called Crossover. That's Crossover with a K. Crossover Intelligence for Football gives you the edge you need to defeat your opponents. They not only break down and analyze scouting games for you, but they give you interactive tendency reports to diagnose your opponent's strengths and weaknesses. Crossover is your personal advanced scout, accessible from any mobile device or PC, and even integrates with your existing film platform like Huddle. Just transfer your scouting film from your existing video exchange service to the Crossover website, and in as little as 12 hours, your film will be completely indexed and tagged. Each play will become its own clip, allowing you to search the footage for anything you'd like. Their interactive down and distance reports will let you visualize your opponent's play calls in every situation or formation. Crossover Intelligence will give you the scouting edge you need to defeat your opponents. Go to crossover.com forward slash football to sign up for a quick five-minute demo to see how it can work for your team. That's Crossover with a K, crossover.com forward slash football. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. 
Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes, the future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's instant replay sideline system to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by Echo 1612. Coaches, hard to believe, but you can get instant replay on your sidelines, cost-effectively on the iPad, eight seconds after a play ends. Check them out. Echo 1612. Well, a couple of weeks ago, we had Jim Reeser, the uh, sports editor at the Citizen's Voice in northeastern Pennsylvania, on uh, to talk about the story they uh, first broke about uh, the uh, shutting down of the uh, Berwick High School football program there, uh, a legendary program. Uh, they've been crowned mythical national champs by USA Today uh, three times in the past, and uh, the program was shut down uh, for two weeks. And last night, uh, Jim and uh, company got, uh, got the next level of the story, which is uh, two weeks after it, and uh, legendary uh, head coach George Curry, fifth on America's all-time wins list in high school football, has resigned, but not resigning now. He will resign at the end of the season, so he will be coaching through 2015, and uh, Jim Reeser is back on the line here to uh, give us the latest there in Northeast Pennsylvania. The, it, it's been rumbling for a couple of weeks, and it came, came down to this, so, so Jim, tell us a little bit about what you learned last night, and why is Coach Curry stepping down? Hi, Jeff. Thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, it, 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 the superintendent, Wayne Brookhart, uh, Berwick School District, he announced uh, two weeks ago that he was going to shut down the program for this two-week investigation, um, and the program would resume activities um, on, on May 26th. And, uh, you know, with very little fanfare, there was no formal announcement, um, nothing like that. Uh, they opened up the, the uh, facility at, at Crispin Field, um, players were back lifting weights, that type of thing. And last night, um, you know, we were able to confirm through Superintendent Brookhart that Coach Curry had submitted a letter of resignation, um, you know, effective at the end of the 2000, 2015 season. 
Um, and the superintendent is going to take that to the school board now, and he recommends that, that um, the school board accept the letter. Um, the superintendent would not get into any details regarding the investigation. Um, he's been, he was pretty quiet on that and wouldn't reveal a lot of details. Um, so it's something that, that, that we're still not sure about exactly, you know, is this a, a sort of like a plea bargain type thing as a result of this investigation or, or exactly what, what this is. But, um, uh, Mr. Burkhart did seem satisfied, uh, with this, uh, with this outcome, uh, you know, Coach Curry resigning. Um, and completing the 2015 season. Jim Reeser is on the line, sports editor at the Citizen's Voice. We're talking about uh, the Berwick football program, one of the best all-time in the state of Pennsylvania. Uh, shut down for two weeks, now back operating. Uh, legendary head coach George Curry resigning at the end of the season. And uh, for those that didn't uh, you know, hear us two weeks ago when we spoke or, or have read the story, uh, it centers on some uh, two student-athletes, uh, that uh, transferred from Nanticoke to Berwick back in April, and that was part of the investigation. So for those that haven't heard the story, let's kind of set the tone there and, and move forward from there on. Where does that stand on the transfers? Uh, that still has not been resolved. Um, that will go to the District 2 Committee, which is the local branch of the PIAA. Um, Frank Majikis, the chairman, um, is pushing for a quick uh, hearing on that. Um, but I, I think he really wanted to see how this investigation for Berwick played out. Um, I don't think Mr. Majek has wanted to jump in there and be like, you know, sort of overstepped his bounds and, and to hearing while Burke was conducting its investigation. Um, I would not be surprised to see if, if we get an email or announcement that, that that hearing will be held next week. And that will resolve the transfer issue. The transfer issue is, is um, in Pennsylvania, both principals have to sign off on the transfer. Um, and the principal did not do that. Um, and if it is determined that the two student athletes did transfer for athletic purposes, um, they would not be allowed to participate in football for one year. Um, so that, that hearing will be, should be an interesting one. And, um, you know, this story is far from over and I'd be curious to see what they, what they decide, what they rule. Um, you know, will district two maybe say, you know what, we found more in our investigation and we're not happy with, with Burke's outcome. You know, we want to do something more. Um, it could be a suspension. It could be, it could for Coach Curry. It could be something along those lines. So it will be interesting to see exactly what um, what the district does. Um, but I, I am not sure exactly where this where this story is going to go. We're going to continue to follow it, and uh, you know, I'm sure it's this isn't the last we've heard heard of, of Coach Curry and the story. Yeah, and and you know certainly never dealing in in rumors, but uh, I know in the story that you wrote uh, today, you know it was still uh, you know the investigation supposedly was into the treatment of players. There was a talk about uh, a trip that was taken to Penn State with a Berwick assistant coach in there. I mean, is, is this a lot of uh, you know kind of whisper down the valley up there in the community, or or, or is there some fire where the smoke is kind of bubbling up? Yeah, I think there's definitely some some fire, um, you know, and of course we've we've heard every every rumor <laughs> imaginable. Um, it, it's amazing what you hear, and even stuff as recently as like, oh, this is, you know, there's nothing to it. Uh, District two is gonna, you know, look the other way. I, I don't think they can. This is a very high profile uh, case um, in, in Pennsylvania. Um, and I, and there's always been these rumors about Coach Curry and this, uh, you know, alleged recruiting of players um, dating back to, you know, the 1980s and, and maybe even before that. Um, so I think, you know, 
the district may think they, they may have something here finally where they could catch him. You know, he, he's never really had to deal with this. There was one time uh, in 1997 where a player from Delaware, um, Cody Hall, running back, there were some issues about that and his transfer, but the district two cleared it. They weren't able to find any, any wrongdoing there. So really it's, you know, now there might, there might be a little more proof to it and they might be able to, uh, to do something and, and have a resolution, but it's, it's definitely going to be, uh, it's definitely been a hot topic around, uh, around the Wyoming Valley. And we're not even in football season, as you know, it's, it's, you know, we're trying to get the baseball and softball playoffs in and stuff and track and field it. And here is, you know, uh, Coach Curry dominating, you know, our, our headlines right now. He's been he's been our our hot topic the last couple of weeks. Well, he's been bigger uh, than life for a long time, and we joked about it the last time that uh, it's amazing that uh, all those things that were happening back in the '80s and the '90s never got proven, and maybe something as small as this uh, is what comes and gets him. Jim Reeser is on the line with us tonight, sports editor at the uh, Citizens Voice. Uh, I, we're taping this on on Wednesday. I know you've made an attempt to to get to Coach Curry. Uh, do, do you anticipate? There's going to be a, a moment prior to uh, you know two a days uh, when when you know everybody kind of descends there and coach will probably have to talk. But do you think you're going to be able to get kind of a little bit out of him uh, at any point before that? Um, we're going to try. Um, we did have a brief interview with him uh, shortly after the story broke. Um, he he did not reveal much um, at that time, and uh, since then um, on Saturday he had his uh, quarterbacks camp. Uh, down at Berwick, uh, the Berwick School District did allow him to conduct the camp despite the uh, the suspension of the program. And uh, Coach Curry did not did not speak with speak with us at that time. Um, he just said no comment. I'm not, I'm not talking. And uh, you know I'm not sure if he'll talk to us. You know um, we would love to hear from him. And, and you know we've had a great relationship with him um, over the years. And uh, you know we've we've felt it's always been a fair relationship. And uh, you know, I think he. We would love to to have the opportunity to talk to him, and, and hopefully he will. And you know, I mean, come season, you know, Berwick Media Day uh, is always a big event. Lots of TV and newspapers and, and radio stations from Pennsylvania will uh, flock to to Crispin Field for that. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, that unfolds. Um, you know, if, if things kind of remain on course. Yeah, it could be a big distraction as we move forward. Uh, Jim Reeser on the line tonight, sports editor at the Citizens Voice. They broke the story originally, um, picked up nationally. Uh, the folks, uh, our friends, our partners at USA Today High School Sports picking up on it, and why not? They're uh, three-time USA Today champs. And uh, let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, if everything just kind of goes the way we expect it to, which is Coach Curry, uh, you know, coaches 2015, maybe no suspension and all that. Um, we've seen this before with coaches at all kinds of levels in all kinds of sports. Sports uh, where the the end is not as uh, kind of uh, walking into the sunset as they may have liked it. Uh, what do you think this does to uh, Coach Curry? And and again, we we all know that they've been looking for this for a while. But what 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 does this do to the career of the fifth winningest coach in, in high school football in America? I think it really tarnishes his image, and it's sad because I've always admired Coach Curry. You know, growing up in Pennsylvania and and being a fan of football. Um, I've always admired the way his teams played the game. And, um, you know, he was he was sort of an innovator. I mean, he was doing things, you know, in the 1980s and, and 90s that, that people weren't really doing. He was spreading teams out. And, and just, you know, the, the way they played football was, was different. And, and, you know, kind of, you know, he inspired other coaches to play that way. And I just think it's really sad that this is how it's going to end because here's going to be this 2015 season where everywhere he goes, you know, it could have been an opportunity for schools to celebrate 
George Curry and, uh, you know, honor him for his, for his career and his success. And maybe do like a, a Derek Jeter, you know, uh, mm-hmm. farewell tour. But instead, I mean, it's just going to be like, ah, we, you know, we knew you couldn't do it without cheating or, or recruiting or whatever. And it's just, it's going to be sad that this is what, this is how it's going to end. And, and it's, it, it's a shame that, that his image will be forever go on as, you know, oh, Coach Curry, you know, he won, you know, fifth winningest coach, as you said, in the country, three, you know, USA Day national titles, six state titles in, in Pennsylvania. But his career ended because of, of these allegations and, and, and what happened. Yeah, 446 wins, 99 losses, and five ties, according to the NFHS record book. Uh, he's done a lot. And before we let you go here, uh, gotta you know, yeah, I know you're, you're you're thinking baseball and track and field and softball and all that now, but I I gotta get a little take on uh, what's happening up there in the Wyoming Valley in Northeast PA. Uh, who who are the teams to look at? It was Berwick set for a big year this year. Who are some of the teams up in your area that uh, could make a little noise on the state level when we get there in Pennsylvania? Um, I, you know, I think Burke is, is, is always, is always a contender. Um, you know, as long as coach Curry's there, I think he's going to be, um, you know, he, he'll have his team playing in, in, in the postseason. Um, another team that, that will be interesting from around here is, is Crestwood. Um, Crestwood won a district title last year. They're going to be replacing a lot of key players, but it'll be interesting to see if they can, uh, continue that momentum. Um, and another team is, is Lake Lehman. Um, Lake Lehman doesn't get much, uh, publicity around here. But um, or you know on the state level, but they do have a kid by the name of Connor McGovern. Uh, he's one of the top-ranked uh, centers in the country and has verbally committed to play football at Penn State. Um, great student, great kid. Um, so we'll be really watching him closely this season as he, uh, you know, he's just a he's a man among boys and, and just you know it, it's interesting to see him. You know, he's about six three, you know, two ninety, two ninety five, and and to watch him, you know. Bowl over a five foot five defensive tackle is 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 kind of comical at times, but you know when he goes up against you know kids that are close to his size, uh, he's just got the great technique and uh, you know he's got the smarts, he's got football smarts, um, you know which which is good. So so that'll be an interesting team um, to watch with with him leading the way. Jim Reeser on the line, uh, sports editor at the Citizens Voice. Uh, Back in my neck of the woods there. I went to King's College up in the Scranton-Wilkes-Barre area there and always love to talk Pennsylvania football. And you, you brought up one thing there, and we'll close out with that, uh, which was, uh, you know, Penn State. And when uh, James Franklin took over there, uh, you know, one of the goals was to uh, begin to uh, reclaim the state of Pennsylvania. Obviously, maybe not as much talent as some of the Texases and the Californias and, and Floridas, but a lot of kids were leaving the state. Um, what's your take on how well he's done, at least up in your area as far as uh, that's concerned of, of of starting to reclaim the the nittany lion territory uh he, he's been doing a great job uh, it's it you know pennsylvania and and or penn state and northeast pa there's always been a strong connection there with the with the likes of, of jimmy cefalo and, and mike munchak and, and those guys that that went that are from this area that went to play for you know for coach paterno and stuff and then we kind of ran a little bit of a, a dry spell we had you know matt mcgoin from scranton was a quarterback for a while penn state and we didn't really have any impact players there, um, but now we're starting to see that a little bit more. Um, Coach, you know, Coach Franklin is is bringing is really targeting this area and bringing in kids, and I, I think it's great to see. We have a, a couple kids from from the Wyoming Valley that are that are preferred walk-ons. We have Eugene Lewis, who's a, a one of Penn State's top wide receiver, who's from the Wyoming Valley. Um, you know, and there's a couple walk-ons as well from the Scranton area that are impact players, and and Naeem Wortman is the starting linebacker from Scranton. So I think it's great to see, you know, sort of that 
connection once again. And, you know, hopefully that'll continue now with, with Connor McGovern going to Penn State. And, uh, you know, Pennsylvania football and, and District 2 Nipah football isn't, you know, it's not what it once was, but there's still some, still some pretty darn good football players coming out of this area. And I think Coach Franklin uh, sees that, and that's why he's, you know, making sure he's, he's recruiting this area pretty hard. Well, thanks for the intel on that. Uh, Jim Reeser, the sports editor at the Citizen's Voice. They broke the story. Uh, Berwick's George Curry uh, stepping down at the uh, at the end of this season. He's tendered that resignation, and uh, we'll be keeping up with that story via uh, Jim and his staff there at the Citizen's Voice. We appreciate the uh, the relationship, the friendship, and always good to talk to you, Jim. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. All right, that's going to do it for the show tonight. Again, thanks to uh, Jim Reeser, the uh, sports editor at the Citizens Voice in Northeastern PA. Uh, Roland Smith also joining us earlier in the show. Miami Central's head coach and the 2015 NHSCA National Coach of the Year. If you want to learn about all of the coaches, please feel free to uh, go to artistfirst.com forward slash nhsca.htm and uh, you will be able to uh, listen to the NHSCA Sports Hour that has all 20 Coaches of the Year on it. I want to thank our partners on the show, Echo. Get instant replay on your sidelines on your iPad, echo1612.com. I want to thank the good folks at Southern Sport, TDI Razor. Keep those pesky rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes and give yourself the great look of spatting without the high cost of tape. TDI Razor with the U-R-A-Z-U-R.com. Use HSFA as a code when you go on. Get a discount on your order. And check out Crossover. Get that demo. People are loving Crossover with a K. Crossover.com forward slash football. Oh, game film breakdown has never gotten so easy as it is right now in 2015. Giving you down and distance and tendency reports. Crossover with a K.com forward slash football. Don't forget to check out the coach's job board. If you have things to post, email me at Jeff at High School Football HSFB America, our Twitter handle. Follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com forward forward slash high school football America. Thank you, Scott Z back in Ohio for keeping the show running so smoothly. For now, this is Jeff Fisher saying good night and good sports from sunny Southern California. You've been listening to High School Football America on the Artist First Radio Network.